and welcome to another edition of the Hillcrest Duo. I am one of your hosts, Brad Risto, at Outsider Brad on Twitter. I am joined by Metal John. Yeah, and I'm on Twitter at Metal John Radio. Thank What's you, up, Brad. Not much. Um, uh, not much is up with me. This is episode 62, recorded on Saturday, April 29th, 2017. And I suppose we'll go with what the 25th anniversary is, since you just mentioned it before we started cutting. It's the 25th anniversary of the L.A. riots. Yeah, today, 25 years ago, was day one of the L.A. riots. I uh, I vaguely remember it because I was uh, preteen, but um, it was uh, we didn't have the news coverage right back then that we have now. So I, just a quick thought on it. I'm, I'm more or less thinking, man, if something like that happened. Now, like the amount of mass media coverage we have, yeah. we would have twenty four seven coverage of the LA riots. Yes, where back then it was just kind of like the CBS nightly news, be like, oh, so people and are were burning ro- down a convenience store and ruining mm-hmm. a liquor store. Um, um, uh, but there's a pretty cool documentaries that have been on, like uh, the History Channel has one on tomorrow night, I think. Right. Um, there's a couple oh, of History others. History Channel's out there. doing history, a novel idea for them. Yes. And you but- asked me where I was when it was happening. I was about eight years old, and I was probably at um, uh, Lamont Centennial Park's day camp. Okay. Well, neither one of us were in L.A. (laughs) No, I was not in L.A. I'm saying uh, take it it to the man. I would have been. It is still uh, a very big part of American history, though. And when you watch some of these – I've watched a few of the documentaries that have been on this past week, and there's a couple more coming on. Like I said, uh, History Channel's got another one uh, this weekend. So I've been just putting those on my DVR and just kind of passing time. I love DVR. You know, and, you know, watching some of these, just learning a bit more about the history because obviously when it happened, I was like, oh, people are riding and burning down stuff. But then when you watch and you see, like, that poor truck driver get ripped out of his car and just brick to the head, and you just, like, hear about, like, just firsthand accounts of things you're like, wow. Anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, but we have a lot to talk about today on episode 62 of the Hillcrest Deal. Obviously, we Gotham returned, Supergirl returned, The Flash returned. We're going to talk about them all. You saw a movie yesterday. You saw The Circle. Yeah, I was kind of interested in uh, how this was going to play out uh, because I, I'm a big fan of the Netflix series Black Mirror, which is out of the UK. It's kind of like... a. It's kind of like a new spin on the Twilight Zone. We've talked about it here on the podcast. It's mm-hmm. it's basically every single episode is a different story, different actors, right. and they all kind of have the same meaning. They all kind of talk about how technology can work against us. Right. And it's more of like a creepiest, you know, of that. It's all about And the hubris. circle kind of reminded me of something I would see on Black Mirror. So that's why I was like, I'm going to see it. An extended Black Mirror episode. Yeah. But with, this one with wasn't Tom very Hanks and Patton Oswalt. But the circle really wasn't that thrilling. Oh. It was like the idea of wow, this could be chaotic. This is could this could be really bad. You know, this is what we're coming to in a society. You know, it's kind of an eye opening for all these people that are so technology obsessed. It's kind of an eye opening movie for them. But the thrilling aspect that you get from Black Mirror really isn't present in the circle. Uh. However. Um, I, you know, I did see a preview for it, so I knew Emma Watson was in it. I knew, um, you know, Tom Hanks was in it, but there was one uh, actor boy. I did not know was in it. Patton? Until I saw it, Bill Paxton. Oh, Bill Paxton. I thought it would be Patton Oswalt. No, Bill Paxton was in the movie. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. So I get to see Bill Paxton on Yay. screen again. Kind of made me happy and made me think, 
I was like, man, me and Brad, we need to do a Bill Paxton podcast special. I guess we so do. So one of the one of these weeks, we're gonna have to cut that. Next week's gonna be huge though. Guardians of the Galaxy opens up, yes, so our next I'm podcast, for, I'm, I still have to buy my tickets. Guardians two, yeah, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume two. Yeah, but get the was, name right. Quick question: What are your thoughts on Emily Watson? She's cute, right? Yeah, I was just random thought. Oh God! Which Emma would you rather have? Okay, Watson or Stone? I'll go Emma Watson. Man, that was my choice. Too bad. I- <laughs> dibs, 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 right. dibs, dibs. Not that it really matters. She's going to shoot us both down. Is it because she's not American? <laughs> I do love that accent. So much more sophisticated than ours. All right. Okay, but so um, what was uh, what did you do this week? Well, last week I went to a White Sox game, had a really good time, got a free hoodie out of it. I took the train down actually, and going in. There were some drunk people, but... Really? On a train? Drunk uh, people? On the way in, though. Now, of course, when you get on the way out, oh my god. We took the early train, the 845 train, game still going on train, and people were hammered. Just completely hammered. Conductors only um, uh, bothering the people who are drunk, just kind of like passed out. But... We talked, uh, me and my buddy, Cousin Stan, we talked to one of the people who Never was... Heard a, of him. One of the people that's a regular on uh, the 845 train, uh, the Rock Island District, saying, oh, yeah, if you think this is bad, you should see the 1145 train. That's the train that um, uh, leaves about two hours after a game ends. So the only people left are the ones that go out to bars and continue drinking. These people were at least verbal. I could only imagine that the one is nonverbal. She told us a story about how on the 1145 train, some guy locked himself in the bathroom and couldn't get out. Hmm. And that takes talent on a metro train. Yeah, those bathrooms are smaller than an airport or airplane bathroom. Yes, yes, they are. And he could not get himself out. Um, another small note that came out, announcement that came out this week. Well, not an announcement, but trailer reveal for Call of Duty World War II. Yes, I'm returning pumped. to in, their roots in November. I'm pumped. I got to get my pre-order in. I believe there's some pre-orders that you, you can place to get free bonuses. Yes, and you'll also get access to the multiplayer beta. So you'll get to play multiplayer before the game is really released, even though it's not really beta. Yeah. Because you're not actually testing November, it. It's just early yeah, release. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pumped. Can't wait. I'll probably get that one. I haven't gotten a Call of Duty game in a while but since they've become kind of stereotypical just future shooters. But returning to the World War II roots, that could always be fun. Yeah. Um. Now, as I said, we're going to jump into the bulk of the show right now. We still have Supergirl and Flash to talk about. But let's talk about uh, Fox's offering, Gotham. Which has kind of departed from its original idea of it just being Jim Gordon investigating cops, um, uh, doing regular investigations. But it's not necessarily bad. It's just changed. Yeah, and they they did spend the last season and a half kind of putting more of a focus on the villains and developing yes. them. And this uh, first episode here from last week was basically the Riddler becoming the Riddler. Yeah. Um, or Edward becoming the Riddler. Um, you know, leading uh, the detectives and, and Lucius Fox and mm-hmm. Foxy and, and Bullock on a, kind of a cat and mouse chase with his riddles. Yeah. I thought it was a really clever written episode. Yes, it was a very fun episode. It had a lot of nice smaller things, obviously. Jim uh, being courted by the Court of Owls and did not mean to do that pun there. And Bruce has been replaced. Yeah. And, you know... Really, you didn't get a whole lot of Jim Gordon at all in this episode. No, and that, and and it was all about 
you know, uh, the Riddler and Enigma, and and of course we get to see kind of like a different. Ver- we get to see more of his character too, where he's kind of having his episodes where he's seeing the Penguin, um, who's not really there. He's kind of having these hallucinations. Mm-hmm. But man, I gotta tell you, that suit, I give that suit a ten. That green suit, straight dope with fly. a little black uh, cap. Oh, he looked dope awesome. fly. He looked awesome. But no, they're moving right along. Obviously, season four hasn't been picked up yet for Gotham, which is a bit alarming. Um, uh, the thing is, you see Bruce starting to train, and can do you foresee him just becoming Batman by the end of the season, or at least doing proto-Bat-Boy? Because uh, yeah. we already have Poison Ivy. Yeah, I could see him sort of be getting there since uh, obviously this is so early for him like you know he doesn't become batman he's like in his 20s well (laughs) since obviously they're toying with the thought that um uh, barbara gordon is harley quinn this is obviously just a completely different uh, batman universe than we're used to so we could see teenage bat boy yeah which i wouldn't necessarily be against it's just different yeah no i wouldn't be against it either but at the same time too the the show really if they do do that that should just be the series finale of him becoming Batman and owning some fools. That'd be awesome. I mean, that, that would be the best way to end the series anyways. Oh, yeah, no doubt. That's no, no matter what. I think that'd be the best way to end it is here's Batman. Yeah, but you could tell it's a show that has definitely changed their 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 focus. Uh, their focus basically every season. They, yeah. they do a season, and they're like, this is what we're doing. And then based on reaction and based on our podcast and what we say – well, not just our podcast. We don't have that much power. I, I know. Oh, I wish. Come on, I want to give myself credit. But based on what we say and our criticisms and our likes, then they kind of retool the following season. Yeah. But, no, it was a very strong episode, very fun episode, and it made me wonder what's going on with um, Jim's uncle. Whose side is he really on? He's obviously a double agent for somebody. But where do his alliances lie? And, obviously, what's going to happen with Bruce? Yeah, uh, a lot, lot of questions of good, going in, and then mm-hmm. what's uh, we we good did get to see the, the penguin for a little bit. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what what's next in store for him? This was a very strong episode to reset and go to this end of this season. I I liked it. Yep. So we move right along to the other Monday night show, Supergirl, which was Ace Reporter. Yeah, and I thought it was a very fun episode. If not, well, I'm a offering much story development. Yeah. I thought the villain was really, really cool, kind of uh, something different than we've seen anything we've seen so far in the Supergirl series. Yeah, I I like this episode because it they kind of got away from the whole Alien of the Week storyline. Yeah. They got away from the whole, um, you know, DEO storyline mm-hmm. and Supergirl storyline, saving cats out of trees and whatnot. She, it was basically... Kara the reporter yes. episode and, and uh, her be, about- having to be Supergirl while trying to figure out this investigative story. Yeah, and, and I thought it was well written. I thought it was yeah. it was a, kind of a nice, you know, step back from what we're used to seeing mm-hmm. on the show. Um don't know how much of the storyline is going to continue into right. you know the next few episodes. I I, I will say I kind of feel at least with this show and I've said this before that I mean, we've only got a few episodes left of the yes. season, and we still don't really know what it's going to climax to. But um, I thought it was great character development from for Kara, um, obviously focusing on her career. Another thing I really dig is what they are doing with um, uh, Luther. 
because you still uh, the way she has acted is just 100% awesome because you don't know whose side she's on she has done absolutely nothing to make you question her yet in the way she's portrayed and the way she is acted you still don't 100% trust her even though she's been nothing but a friend to Kara and nothing but an ally to Supergirl it's yeah. amazing yeah I just love the way they've portrayed her top notch there yeah and again too we're just waiting to see what this is going to lead to um I feel I, I just don't want this season to end on uh, on a thump, you know. Yeah, and I fear that that might be the case because they've had obviously Cadmus be the villain part for part of the se- season. You've had um, uh, the Manel's parents be the villain, and obviously the whether do we trust um, Luther or not yeah. have all been the focus of villainy and. Right now, there is just no clear way which it is going, although it looks like it might all be coming together because if Luther is actually um, allied with Cadmus and with Monel's mother going to her, so many things can finally be coming to a crashing halt and uh, we get that climax you so want. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's for Supergirl. Yeah, Supergirl, <laughs> a very, very strong episode, very good character development for Kara great obviously still overall story leaves a lot to be desired but one thing we were episode where we did get a pretty good amount of story development was in the flash on tuesday night yeah i mean they crammed a ton in that 48 minute episode or yes. whatever it is when you don't include the commercials um oh commercials yeah barry going to the future to yes, 2024 he, did, he didn't go to the past he didn't screw up the past he went to the future that's important because he's not screwing things up in the past. He's only screwing up his future. Well, and he thought if he went to the future, he could find out the identity of Savitar. Yes. And so let's talk about his meeting with Future Barry, Emo he, Barry. You I know like what? A, a lot of people um, criticized Future Emo Barry because it looked like it basically trying to be a younger Barry because that's what it looked like. All they had to do to try and make him look older, give him a scruffy beard. Keep the long hair. Just give him a beard that he uh, doesn't tend to. But they wanted him to be emo, like sad, depressed, like yes. lonely. And I, I tweeted like this pale, out. Yes. like living, you know, working at Hot Topic. <laughs> I tweeted this out to, um, uh, during the show. Come on, Barry. Peter Parker saw his girlfriend die in front of him, too. Do you know what he did? He kept fighting. Man up. And he danced. Yes. <laughs> and he danced on the sidewalk. Well, that that was a different that was in a different universe, and we don't talk about that movie. That movie never happened. No, that's it does the not best. exist. I love that movie. That love, movie does not I love exist. That gif of him doing the little. That movie little does not yeah. exist. You oh, are. I love it. Anyways, <laughs> you are a horrible human being for bringing that up, and I hate you. I hate you with all my hate. But, but so they had this conversation and. And future Barry tells current Barry. I don't know who it is. I just went and kicked he his. He says butt. he doesn't know, but I think he does know. And and I think I think future Barry has accepted that like nothing's going to change, you know. Yeah. And and I thought that was a very important conversation he had because mm-hmm. I kind of feel that way too going into the shot. I'm like I feel like Iris is going to die, right? Regardless of what Barry does, Barry might delay. The Her, death right. or kind of like the whole final destination thing where you delay the death, but you're still going to die because that's just the way it works. Right. And I feel like Iris is still going to die. Um, I feel like Barry really didn't learn anything by what future Barry was saying. 
the only thing he took out of that whole visitation to the future was that Iris's death rips everybody apart. Right. One thing I want to say is I liked how that future Barry looked in his Flash costume, and I also liked that, at least in my own mind, he looked a little bigger in the future um, Flash costume, like a little stronger. Yeah. And I just liked the, the costume design there. I, and one small note before we continue, obviously we've been going up to the point that Iris dies on May 23rd. Do you know when the season finale is? May 23rd? Yes. Is that on Tuesday? Yes. There's a calendar behind you, but I'll show you. But yes, oh, there it is. Uh, that's no, still that's that's Sunday. still April. That's April genius. Tuesday. How about that? How awesome is that, that they planned it out? She dies on May 23rd, season finale, May 23rd. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, yes, it, it's the idea of inevitability. But Barry doesn't go back empty-handed. He gets some information that might be able to use to, that he can use to try and stop Savitar before he kills Iris in the flash drive he got from future Barry. Yeah, so quick thought on this. Yes. Future Barry tells past Barry or current Barry. Future Barry says, I can't tell you who Savitar is because I don't know. Right. I'm calling BS. Mm-hmm. Future Barry has to know who it is. And again, like I've been predicting all along, I think Savitar is a Barry from another universe. Um, like I don't know. Earth. Obviously, there was a lot of recognition in um, uh, Killer Frost's eyes when he stepped out of his armor. But the uh, another person it could be is Wally. But I don't think she would just um, uh, willingly fall, follow Wally yeah. after he got out. And another person who it might be that my mother predicted, her husband, another Ronnie. Ooh, another Ronnie. He would. De- she would definitely follow Ronnie. Yeah. And hmm. obviously an alternate version of um, uh, what's-his-face, Julian, who there was some romantic connection to. Yeah, I, Those I, are your four candidates. Those are your four. Alternate um, Barry, alternate Wally, future, an alternate Ronnie, or a future um, uh, Julian. I, I'm going to rule out Julian and Ronnie because I feel like it's not going to be that big of a shocker. It's got, I, I that's like too show, obvious. I, I, yeah, I feel like the show wants to shock the audience. You shock the audience by it being Barry. A different Barry. It, and I could even see it. I could even see it being that Barry that we saw from 2024. Like, future Barry goes back into the past and kills Iris. And then Barry goes to visit him and says, who's Avatar? I can't tell you because I don't know. He goes, but don't what? do anything okay. because she's going to die on that date and you're not going to stop it. Okay, why would to where, you want to? To where Barry, hmm. I think if you really pay attention to what he was saying there, I think he was trying to say, look, I'm going back to the past, and I'm going to kill her. And unless you kill yourself right now, you're not stopping me. Um, the one reason why I think it might be Wally is obviously in the future, he's catatonic. He's an eggplant, a vegetable. It's future Barry, man. I'm going with it. Um, it could be Wally because what's the one thing that could make you go catatonic is you killed your sister. Think about it. Yeah. That would shock your brain that much. I, I would say out of all the shows we're watching, this one's definitely the one that kind of keeps and, but you But we guessing. get to find out next on Tuesday. Yay. They've been toying with us for months, and we finally get to find out and to see who's right. Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to it, but a very strong episode, a very 
fun episode as I've obviously had some great fight scenes between uh the mere couple and the two flashes. Everything about it, top notch, and uh, they are just going headlong into their season finale. I can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah, uh, same here. And uh, before we wrap up um, this week's uh, edition of the Hillcrest Duo, again, next week, next episode will be our Guardians of the Galaxy 2 reveal or review. 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 But before we get to that episode, Mm -hmm. before we see the movie, um, what are your thoughts? Because real quick, man, the hype for this movie, the early reviews, the early non-spoiler reviews, the audience reviews, the audience testing, everything is like basically putting this movie on such a high pedestal. I mean, I, I'm starting to get these weird vibes that this movie better be the best superhero movie ever, you or see, I'm going to be disappointed. Most of the reviews I've seen have said it's good, just not as good as the first. It has some pacing issues, but... Oh, really? Those now, are the reviews a lot I've, of things I'm saying is just like everybody's just got this I on IG, um, IGN.com, I believe, gave it a eight something and entertainment weekly gave it a B plus. So I'm just going. So, looking. so it is. So, it, okay. So not all the reviews are, are these incredible a plus 10 right. star reviews. So we'll see. So there happens. are some, there are some re- yes. reservations with it, but yes. I will say this, man, I looked at that soundtrack list and it looks awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm uh, going to be definitely singing along while I'll watching do- that movie. Well, as soon as I can, I'm downloading that to my iPhone. I'm oh, going to get man. that album. Good, good sixties, uh, sixties soundtrack there. And uh, I'm I'm pretty pumped. Like uh, Star Lord's mom picked the best music. Yeah, well, I one song on there that uh, I like a lot, and it's funny because me and my one of my buddies, I don't know why we play this song, but we always like playing it when we're at a at a place with a jukebox. Is come a little bit closer <laughs> we, by Jay and the Americans. That's on the soundtrack, so I don't know where it's gonna be in the movie, but I'll tell you what, when that movie hits. I will be singing along because I nice. love that jam. Anyways, that'll this, do it for the Hillcrest Duo. I'm I, Metal John at Metal John Radio. I'm Brad Risto at Outsider Brad. This has been episode 62 of the Hillcrest Duo recorded on Saturday, April 29th, 2017. Thank you for everyone for listening. We will be back next week with our review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2.